G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Uh, there's been lots of goings on at uh, Ampole Red Bull Racing and Supercars. We're back racing tomorrow at Sydney Motorsport Park. One of the key changes is that Brock Feeney, a few weeks ago, announced as the replacement for Jamie Winkup. Well, his his engineer is going to be a Kiwi in the name of Martin Short. A bit of a motor car racer himself, actually. Race car driver himself. Yeah. But he's going to engineer him, and that's his call. And he's at Sydney Motorsport Park right now. G'day, Martin. How are you? Hey, Stephen. Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Greg's on the other line as well, so you can say hello to him as well. Hi, good day, Nath. How's it going? Hey, Marty. Good to talk to you, brother. Hey, um, let's, yeah, you too. Let's, let's get on with this because it's, it's exciting. A key winner in a really key position. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, right from the get-go, Marty, I'm going to ask this question. Being a race car driver, and you are, but, but also now being an engineer, what benefits does that give you, understanding what's going on in the car to help the driver out? Um, well, yeah, I guess um, being involved in racing my, my whole life, I've kind of got a good understanding of what the car feels like and what kind of the changes feel like as well. So when a driver describes a problem, I guess I resonate that a little bit more than most engineers that haven't been behind the wheel before. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, a good advantage to have. And I think that's why um, over the past three, weeks, three years I've been quite successful with, um, yeah, going up the ranks in Red Bull. So, yeah, I'm pretty lucky to have that experience behind me. Mate, um, when did this start to be suggested? When did you find out that this might be happening? When was the chat around uh, David Couchy's uh, departure um, from the from the team as well? I mean, when did that all start to come together for, for you, um, you know, to, to look at possibly being an engineer in the main game uh, for one of, um, you know, the Red Bull Holden Racing Team cars. Oh, it's not really yeah, Holden, um, um, Holden anymore. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, at the end of last year, um, we had a chat, and the idea was if Brock did a good job and I did a good job um, this year as well, then um, there might be a chance for me at the end of the year to get promoted into that position. Um, but, yeah, i kind of just been working hard and um, doing our best. And then about three weeks ago, RD came up to me and asked me um, if I wanted to do it, and I said, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I hadn't I'd heard maybe some rumours about Couchy leaving, um, didn't know what he was doing, but... Um, yeah, that was a, a, a nice surprise when I got the call up and, yeah, really looking forward to the opportunity to engineer Brock. So here's the question I need to ask on, on behalf of fans that don't understand what the engineer does. What do you do on a, a weekly and daily basis and race day basis and how important is the relationship between the engineer and the driver? Oh, I think the relationship's probably um, really important I like even when I was growing up racing, the engineer like relationship driver like relationship was um, kind of like a family really. You kind of had to trust each other, um, get on well with each other to to kind of yeah make progress and um, yeah. So that that relationship I think is very important. Um, day to day, I do a bit of everything. So I am not only engineering the Super Two car this year, but I'm engineering a GT car as well. Um, and then back to the workshop, I do a lot of system stuff, all of our networks, um, and a little bit of design as well. So, yeah, my, my role is quite varied. I 
don't really have the same day to day, I yeah, change a lot. Mate, um, when you skipped over the ditch and and uh, got the role there at, uh, at Triple Eight, was 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 this role, was this job, uh, the one that you were striving for? Was this this on the bucket list of where you wanted to be? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, race engineer at uh, um, such a great team as Red Bull was kind of the dream job. And when I first applied um, for the data systems engineer position, I I honestly did not think I'd get a call or anything. It was like such a, a big step. Um, and I know that thousands of people try to apply for these roles. So I was... Um, yeah, really shocked when Dada gave me a call, I think it was a day or two later, and um, we organised the interview, I think, within the week, and then I had to move over about two weeks after that. So, yeah, it was, um, wow. uh, yeah, very big surprise. And But, yeah, this, this was definitely the goal, is to become a, a main series race engineer with such an awesome team. Well, well being a, a main engineer also comes with the, the pressure on it. And I'm always intrigued. Data they talk about in in this world we live in now is critical. How important do you think data is on a race weekend, and and how much do you really gain from it? And when and, and when do you get to the point of going? You know what? There's got to be a gut feel in here as well as things unfold in a race. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, there's a lot of engineers now that focus a lot on data, and I think. Coming from a racing background, like, yes, data is very, very important. And, like, Shane, Jamie, and Brock are very um, going to an extreme detail of looking at the data and stuff like that. But um, sometimes when the driver's explaining a feeling and the data doesn't always match that, sometimes you've got to take a stab and trust the driver. Sometimes it doesn't always work. But, um, yeah, there's still... Um, you've got to trust the da- driver sometimes, not not just looking at the squiggly lines. Tell us, um, tell us about Brock Feeney. Uh, what a amazing young man, um, and at such a young age, uh, taking the reins of of one of these main game cars uh, for twenty twenty two. You've been up and close and personal with him, um, as you say, with Super Two and, and bits and pieces. Tell us what uh, sets him apart from from others and why uh, you know he deserved to um, to have this this drive. Yeah, um, I hadn't really met Brock before um, this year, and I wasn't really sure how I would get on and um, yeah, what he was like as a driver as well. I hadn't really been following him too closely, but um, the one thing that's impressed me the most about him is his um, attitude and his work ethic. Um, he is like he, he reminds me a lot of Shane when I was working with Shane. Very focused on um, learning or like studying the data before the races and putting in the hard effort before and all the prep before you go into a race weekend. Um, and he's also come from a background of of bikes and his dad raced bikes and he's driving a lot of different cars, XLs, um, 86s, just all sorts of different cars and he can hop into anything and, and be fast. So he reminds me a lot of Shane. Um, he's really, really fast, obviously. So, yeah, I think his work ethic and um, attitude has been the big standout for me as long as, as well as being uh, extremely fast. 
when it comes to data, I want to go back to the data the data thing. Do you find some drivers, or have you seen drivers, some drivers rely too much on data and become obsessed with it and actually is detrimental to their performance? Um, I haven't really worked with too many drivers that are, I think have gone too much into data. Um, I think Shane's probably a classic example of looking at the data probably more than anyone. Um, I heard Jamie was a lot like that um, in his previous days before I was at Triple Eight, but he also is very into the data. Um, and then Lounsey was kind of the opposite, um, but he was still very fast as well. So, yeah, I haven't really worked with someone that I think um, is focusing on like too much on the data that, um, yeah, is detrimental to them. Uh, mate, this weekend we're back. Uh, racing. Uh, I can only imagine what that feels like for, for everybody to be let loose and back on the racetrack, uh, Sydney Motorsport Park, and to deliver four race meetings back-to-back. Um, what's the vibe like there today, and um, what, are you, what are you expecting? What are you expecting over the weekend? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird for me because I haven't been travelling with the Red Bull team um, the whole year, but um, JJ, our technical director, is very busy on Gen 3, so he can afford to be away for such a long time. So, yeah, I got the call up, and um, I'm excited to be back. The whole team's excited to be back racing. Um, so, yeah, we're just pumped getting ready um, for the for the four weeks in a row. It's going to be a good time, and hopefully we're fast, and, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go. Hey, is it true that we're back in your racing days, <laughs> back in your racing days, you were you were the first to win in the V8 Toyota Camry? In the, that sort of uh, the... yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When the new generation Nissan V8 came, I think I won the first race, um, which was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, no, I was, I was, of course it's pretty cool. I mean, I was just doing some homework. Yeah. In fact, your dad rang me up today and said, mate, did you know this? Did you know Formula Ford champion, <laughs> Formula Ford champion, raced against the likes of Nick Cassie, Mitch Evans, yeah. Richie Stanaway. Yeah. I mean, is there a part of you that goes, gee, I wish I could still be racing? Oh, absolutely. And, um, yeah, I still miss it, but I've been lucky enough that my dad's got a couple of race cars in New Zealand, so I managed to get back to New Zealand um, mid this year and do a couple of races, which is which was awesome, and yeah, I keep reminding RD that um, my helmet's always on my desk if he needs me. So, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? What What's the feeling around? <laughs> Sorry, Murph, go. No, no, I was going to say, I, I, I got a feeling you, you, yeah, your dad would very much still like you to be uh, racing, mate. And, and uh, I have no doubt that if you, you got the opportunity, you'd, um, you know, prove to the boys that you, you still got the goods. Um, uh, what? Just tell me a little bit. Uh, what's happening with Super Two uh, coming up? When are, when are they next on track? Uh, so Super Two uh, next back on track for the fourth round of SNP. So I'll be fourth doing round. the first three, right. yeah, with Red Bull, and then I'll be switching over. So. It's, I think it's going to be a good benefit for me to be here and see what's happening and how the cars are developing and how the track's developing um, so I can take that experience into the second thrust last round of Super 2 as well, so that should be good. There must be a, just a, a great feeling of relief washing over yep. the supercars camp, right, getting back to racing just having, and just having some fun again. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's been a long time. We've been lucky enough to in Queensland, we haven't been locked up, so we've done um, a few test days in the super cheap, uh, super cheap auto car for the wild card, and um, we've also done one or two test days in the Super 2 as well. So we've still been busy, but 
um, there's nothing like going racing. So I'm really looking forward to going back racing. So I, I just give us a little bit of a, just a, on the quiet. Uh, give us uh, your update on, on how um, Russell Ingle is going in the Super Cheap Car and his prep for the wild card. Just give me give me a little bit of insider information, Marty. I won't share it with anybody. Come on. <laughs> no, listen, he's, he's been doing actually a really good job. Oh. Um, he's, he's very consistent. He's not quite as quick as Brock, but he's very consistent in his um, race <laughs> runs. He's within a couple of attempts every lap, so that's been... Um, yeah, really good to see, and um, he's done plenty of laps now. So hopefully, um, yeah. you and Rick can get a chance to fall back to, to get some laps. But yeah, he's, well, he's I can I can I can tell you to... tell you, Marty. If we don't get some laps before Bathurst, we won't be doing Bathurst. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, at the moment, yeah. at the moment, it, um, uh, uh, the government over here is not moving very fast, and I'm I'm losing yeah, confidence okay. quite quickly. All righty, yeah. yeah, that that's his issue, Marty. We'd love him to be over there because I see Erebus have got they've got a racing kangaroo to match up with his racing kiwi on uh, their yeah. Bathurst car. So lots to look forward to, mate. Thanks for giving us your time. Have an awesome weekend, and uh, we look forward to you getting getting down and dirty in twenty twenty two with Brock Feeney and, and producing some results. Awesome, thank you guys very much.